0: Get ready, get ready for this piping hot tea, get ready, get ready for tea, time and filter with your girl loving tea, spend all this hot tea on these podcast streets, so get ready, get ready for this piping hot tea, fun tea, time and filter with your girl loving tea. Hey, Tea Time Unfiltered fans. I just want to let you guys know because I think there's some confusion at times. In order for you guys to watch the full video of our podcast, you have to log into the Spotify app or go on to Spotify.com and go to Tea Time Unfiltered. As soon as you're logged in, the full video will play uninterrupted and you'll be able to see the video video, not just the audio. Um, you're unable to watch the video on any other platform as far as Apple or Google or Anchor. You have to be logged into Spotify to see the full video. So I just wanted to let people know who are asking Where do they go see the full video as opposed to listening to the full audio i will post the links to the spotify video down below thank you guys so much for the support and enjoy the show hey tea sippers welcome to another episode of tea time unfiltered with your girl lovely tea and i got my girl emily in the house with me today say what's up everybody (laughs) so it is a lot going on out here in these internet streets it's a bunch of drama We're going to get into a lot of different topics tonight. So, one of the things that's trending right now all over Twitter is the drama that's going on on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta with Erica Mena and Safari. And Erica Mena basically had a mental breakdown at the reunion, and a lot of people are dragging Safari. Um, You know, they're saying he's a horrible husband, horrible father. So, before we get started, I'm going to go ahead and play the clip, and then we'll go ahead and, you know, discuss
1: it obvious me and safari will never be i was in the hospital bed with this man's son that man didn't care if i made it through that pregnancy that man didn't care if i made it through that labor i really have fought through some dark time like literally i couldn't get out of bed guys there was days i could not eat but at the same time i have to face my kids and i gotta act like everything's okay because i'm the only one that feeds them on a day-to-day basis Like I had to drag myself out of that dark place with my first son because I had to hustle so much. I sacrificed so much time away from my firstborn and I'm still trying to make it up to this day. And this is stuff that I've confessed, you know, and been vulnerable with to him about. That's why it's weird that he knows traumatic experience I've had of being a single mother once and then he turns around and makes me a single mother twice. I've already come to terms that so far you will never really take accountability and that's fine. He don't owe me nothing. All he owes now is his kids. And that's that's all I care about. Safari, do you want to say anything at this point?
0: Come on. Come on, say this shit. Grow up. Shut the fuck up.
2: You can cast me out, I'm cool
1: with it. Speak, bro, because there's somebody out there like you. So you got to speak, bro.
2: I want you to be able to speak and not us speak for you. So if there's anything, I mean, this
0: is the time. I don't even know how to start. We want to hear, start.
1: He said he has pain. Sometimes to get your pain out, you got to release it. And you got pain dog, you got to get it out too, y'all both.
0: Who, who wants to get married, have kids and then end up here? Like, I wouldn't have thought two years later this is where we would have been.
1: We were we were just at a place where it was just who could hurt who the most. And we were there for a long time, All
0: right. So let me go ahead and come back on the screen. So we you just watched that um, clip. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of things that's annoying with this situation. One, I don't know what the point of Shikana is being on this show. She has no storyline besides being in everybody else's business. I guess on top of that, <laughs> That's the only thing
3: I can think of is a little kiki from the side.
0: Right. But it's funny how he had all that smoke for Shekinah and wanted to tell her to shut the F up. You know, I don't like how they constantly infanticize him. This is a 41-year-old grown man, and he's constantly being treated like a child. Oh, Safari, just say, say something. Open your mouth and talk. You're a grown adult. You knew what you were getting into when you guys got with each other. But it's so funny how he just sits there on stage, you know, stoic, like he's a child being punished and sent to the corner.
3: I was thinking the same thing. And did you peep the way that, like, when Kirk started talking, the way Rashida cut her eyes at him? Like, if you don't shut the fuck up, <laughs> she got <laughs> well, we them eyes quick.
0: Right. They've been through their little issues, too. But at least they were able to get things resolved and moved on. Right. But, exactly. Like, adults. You know, it's sad that there is not one but two kids involved in this mess. But my thing is, this should be like a warning sign to everybody looking at this. Because this relationship was created on reality television. Mm
1: -hmm. They were
0: initially on some scary VH1 show. That's how they kind of met each other. And they started falling for each other on that show. And it was like, after that, then they moved in together. They were planning the wedding. She got pregnant. I feel like so much happened in a year with the two of them. It was insane. I don't think they ever really took a chance to get to know each other.
3: Yeah, probably not. And um, I I don't obviously I don't nobody really or too many people don't know them personally. But just by the image that they portray on, you know, the shows that they're on social media and stuff like that, they both very much give like clout chasers, especially Safari, Erica as well. So in a way, I'm like, oh, OK, they're perfect for each other because they seem like attention is a really big thing to them. And like you had mentioned before, these are both adults. I mean, it. I, I will say when Erica was talking about, you know, depression, having, you know, two kids, him leaving, I, I could imagine that that was probably a, a, a very difficult thing to go through. So I appreciate the transparent transparency. I'm sure there's a lot of people that can relate. But at the same time, they were already going through issues with their first kid. So why would you have another kid and expect anything different?
0: And again, that's like the perfect definition of insanity during the same, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Matter of fact, I remember doing a video over a year ago where I spoke on this situation because Safari was telling her flat out, I don't want any more kids by you. So I'm gonna go ahead and play that clip because a lot of people have forgotten about this when they were all on this VH1 um, after show. This was during COVID. And so VH1 was following up with everybody and you could tell they weren't clicking back then.
1: Somebody wanna have some more babies and somebody don't. She said, how can I look at this baby and not want another one? But tell them why you don't want another one because I got too big till, during my pregnancy. No, I didn't Tell say that. Tell him. Yeah, Man, see, no. first of all, Thank I never you. said that. That's not right, Safari. Thank she, you. Oh my. Yo, she's making this up. Yo, you- The woman almost dies giving birth. You mentioned my stomach afterwards. Oh, wow. I didn't say she got too big. I yeah, just she said- Yes, you did. It. You said you got too big, I got too big. I don't want to be fat again. That's what you said.
0: T- safari? No, I didn't say that. I just said, do You the should whole
1: apologize,
3: especially on camera, man. And it it's stressful.
1: Why are you telling him to say, I'm sorry? You've never said sorry for anything in your life. <laughs> I, I, I've you never said, said you're sorry.
3: sorry. Oh, Lord Jesus. Said
1: oh, you were in Vegas yeah, for strippers Ray, when I was pregnant. Ray, I still I'm ain't sorry. got an apology. Why for that. is that? Ray, say Why sorry. is that? Men have a problem with saying sorry. Stay with me. I'm. And then not only that, he waits till after we get married to say he don't want no more kids. Like, you knew I want more kids. Oh, wow. All you need is sperm to get pregnant.
4: What? Princess is requesting more of my sperm.
1: More of Safari's sperm. You can put it in here.
0: All right. So y'all just saw that clip. So that right there says a lot. One, he's telling her that, you know, he wasn't attracted to her while she was pregnant. She got too big, which is extremely
3: insulting. I would be so mad. How yeah. How fucking dare you? Oh, my God. I would have lost it right then and there. I don't, I would have had PTSD. Like, I would have been so mad. I would have cussed him out.
0: Yeah, because a woman does go through a lot when you're carrying a child. And that's like the closest thing that you come to death is when you're going through labor. So the fact that he's more worried about her physical appearance and her stomach and everything else, that alone should have been a red flag. And I felt like he wasn't joking in that moment. And the fact that you have to sneak and take your husband's sperm to get pregnant probably should be a warning sign that... You shouldn't bring any more kids into the into the world with this man, husband or not. So I think Erica, she had the warnings; they were right there in front of her face. I remember everybody was telling her at that point, "You need to leave him. Don't get pregnant. This is not good." Why is he, you know, talking about, you know, his own child's mother, wife like that? And what does she do? She still turns around and gets pregnant by him. And now she's on the show acting so bewildered and shocked and saddened. He already showed yeah. you his true colors.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I find it interesting that, you know, the, the music that they're playing in the background and they're trying to make it like a lighthearted and fun thing, but that's not. That's very dysfunctional. That's very toxic. And I remember um watching an interview Safari did one time where he was talking about um, his self-esteem, how his self-esteem got so low. And he was like in the gym all the time, just like super focused. I guess like on his physical appearance. So mm-hmm. I don't know if maybe him having low self esteem maybe tied into all that, to where he wants to physically look a certain way, and he wants her to physically look look a certain way. But just to piggyback off of what you said, exactly, someone ain't got to tell me one time that I'm too big, that you ain't, I'm not gonna give you a second chance ever again.
0: Exactly. And I think that's when she really should have took heed because of the fact that now you guys have two kids together, the relationship slash marriage is completely dysfunctional. He's running around here like he's a teenager and not a father of two. And then she's stressing herself out because she also has another son. So she's technically taking care of three children while he's, quote unquote, living his best life. And it's really sad. And that's why I, I say that, you know, instead of looking up at these people and being envious of their lives, because again, you're just mainly seeing a highlight reel on Instagram, really understand that nobody's relationship is perfect and stop looking to people like Safari and Erica Mena to be relationship goals because they're not.
3: Yeah. A lot of this is just done for a storyline anyways. You know, the love and hip hop is probably their uh, main source of income i don't i mean i'm assuming that's what i'm familiar with them from so mm-hmm. the fact that and i'm not bringing children into the world to keep yourself relevant to keep a storyline going things like that is not a good reason to have a kid and it definitely backfired on both of them uh hopefully they can come to some type of common ground and co-parent together but safari seems like a big ass baby to me as a man um a grown man uh And Erica, you know, like I said, I I wish them all well. And I hope that, you know, their kids and it's just sad because this is all televised, too. So their kids could see this one day.
0: Yeah. And that's the sad part is the way that he treated her while she was pregnant with the little boy. And even on this season, he's acting like the little boy is not even his. You know, it's like there's no connection to the second child, so yeah, it's really unfortunate because these kids are going to get older and they're going to see this. And you have a lot of people who are literally having kids for a storyline for a check. We see that even on YouTube with some of these vlogging families where they're literally just having a baby or getting pregnant just to you know stretch out another year of vlogging but there's all this turmoil in the background and no children should be created and brought into those type of situations.
3: Yeah. Content. It's just content, content, content. They need to produce the most content, I guess, you know, make money, whatever. But like you said, it's the kids that end up paying the most for it. And uh, you know, I do feel bad for Erica, but also at the same time, it there was red flags to begin with. And at what point as adults do we got to start giving, you know, personal responsibility, reflecting back on our own shitty choices. That way we don't make them again.
0: Exactly. So now I want to go ahead and segue. There's a lot of talk that's going on currently with this whole Balenciaga situation. So if you guys do not know, Balenciaga, who had fired Kanye West back on October 24th, they are in hot water right now because their new ad campaign came out And they literally have a bunch of toddlers, really young kids in this ad campaign, and they're running around with BDSM teddy bears. Um, The floor is filled with all types of just weird symbolism, uh, yellow tape everywhere. And then there's like this book and there's pages from like a court case that has to do with child pornography. And you know, the internet sleuths, honey, they don't miss anything. They were able to put all these pieces together and it's causing a lot of drama on the internet. And one thing that's really interesting is that Kim Kardashian caught herself trying to basically throw shots at Kanye today. Um, I don't know if you've seen this picture, but I'll show you. So today's show sponsor is Dipsy. Self-care has always been on the top of the mind for me, but in between meditation sessions trips to the yoga studio or the nail salon, how often are you taking care of all your needs? Transport your mind into a world where you can relax and treat yourself with your deepest desires. With Dipsy, self-care has never sounded better. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Find stories about an intriguing coworker with a British accent or hooking up with a hot young yoga instructor. For listeners of my show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash sipslow. Once again, all you have to do is go to D-I-P-S-E-A. Stories.com slash Sipslow. That's S-I-P-S-L-O-W. So if you want to explore your fantasies, make sure you check them out. Um, Basically, she was sitting there in a whole Balenciaga Adidas outfit. So trying to like throw shots at Kanye West because as we all know, um, Balenciaga and Adidas, they dropped them. So she's sitting in this Balenciaga Adidas outfit um, and so now, because of this, she's getting backlash. Because let's keep it real, she only got tied into Balenciaga because of Kanye West. Right. Her and her family were not seen as a high fashion family at all. Kanye West definitely put them on. So now people are demanding that Kim, as a mother, needs to back away from Balenciaga as well. Now, it was mainly the people on TikTok who put this together. And this is why I say I love the Internet, because we're able to put things together before the mainstream media. The mainstream media is now taking information from the Internet, from YouTube, from TikTok, from Instagram. So I want to play you um, one of these TikTokers videos. I'm going to play you what Tucker Carlson had to say on Fox News.
5: This is Fresh Tea, and I don't know how it's not getting more attention. So stay tuned.
0: Balenciaga's
5: website has recently started featuring these images as part of one of their new campaigns. The Balenciaga Gift Shop campaign introduces Balenciaga objects featuring children wearing clothes from Balenciaga Kids line. Now these children are holding teddy bears dressed in BDSM and the Balenciaga objects are displayed in the photos. What's crazy is if you scroll down further on the homepage of the website you get this image. And if you zoom in on those documents it features words such as speech coalition, sexual intercourse, pornography, sex. And obviously when we tie that document with these images it becomes even more disturbing. We'll come back to these documents in a second. Gallimberti is the photographer who did the Balenciaga shoot, and he is known for his series Toy Stories, where everywhere that he travels, he takes photos of children in their homes and whatnot with items around them, their favourite toys. Pause to read if you need to, but basically, Balenciaga says that the reason this campaign has kids in it is because it's inspired by Gallimberti's Toy Story series. Back to these documents. So basically, they come from Ashcroft v. the Free Speech Coalition. And this is a case that ties in with another case, Supreme Court versus Williams. And those cases are basically arguing, long story short, that images that don't depict actual child pornography, but only implied pornography basically, should be legally allowed to be used. And it also has to do with the Privacy Act about disclosing where child images come from, people under 18. Hold up, why are we seeing a child in Balenciaga's campaign at all? Because it was announced in 2019 that as of 2020 autumn season, Caring Group was no longer going to be hiring models under the age of 18 for their campaigns. So that means one of two things. These children aren't hired models or Balenciaga's just doing it anyway. Now, there is a lot of breakdowns on Twitter about the individual objects featured in the photos with the children and how they tie into other images on Balenciaga's website featuring adults. Things such as piercings that the bears have, that the adults also have in other images. Things like keys that are in the images with the children that the adults are holding in other images. There are a lot of things that tie in and a lot of weird objects that are featured in here, given the context of everything that I have just spoken about. Now, the news of this getting out has been very stifled, but it is slowly starting to leak. And Balenciaga has now deleted all of its posts off of its Instagram. And I'm going to give you my brief little synopsis. Balenciaga has hired a man who goes around photographing children who probably don't get paid for it in foreign countries featuring their favorite objects and he is making a living off of it. He has photographed this campaign. Then you chose to post the images from that campaign and you also had the picture further down with the documents that talked about the child pornography court cases. This raises big questions about Galamberte and his Toy Story series and Balenciaga and the possible child exploitation that they are involved in and supporting also balenciaga are you trying to tell us that this is implied child pornography that this is like fetish content
2: because that's kind of exactly
5: what it looks like
2: you, get another picture. you gotta go look at balenciaga's whole instagram and look at all the other pictures because this is I giving crime scenes like the way that they have everything laid out here the imagery displayed like look at that wire that makes me think btk and this just... um do you not see what I'm seeing here? This is crime scene laid out where they put the, what would be the bod- body on top. Um, none of these children look comfortable. Look at the faces on the walls. Like, even if it's not, you know, it's disturbing. The mass next to the tape, I wonder about the H and L, like what letters, because you know everything is deliberately placed. Like, look at that. Come on.
4: This is the rabbit hole I have to go to. This is part of a larger trend, and the trend is this. Adults crossing the line, and it has always been a bright line, into deep involvement with the sexuality of children. That has always been, and must in a civilized society, always be the most forbidden thing. It's considered unacceptable even among prison inmates, but now it seems to be growing in its prevalence. Consider the latest ad for the clothing brand Balenciaga. This was just uploaded on Instagram. As you can see, the photo shoot they're using to sell their products features a young girl holding a teddy bear in a bondage outfit. Then, in case you missed the point, the photo shoot also contains this image. It shows several documents. Most of them aren't visible, but what you can see when you zoom in, and of course the point is that you see it, is a reference to a U.S. Supreme Court case called Ashcroft versus Free Speech Coalition. That case struck down a law against kiddie porn. What is this? Well, it is what it appears to be. It's an endorsement of kitty porn, of child pornography. What else could it be? We wanted to know. So we reached out today to Balenciaga to get their explanation and they didn't respond. So we're gonna have to take that on face value and ask, where's the moral outrage? We have an entire industry uh, in this country comprised of moral outrage merchants. If you've ever been on Twitter, you know what we mean truly an entire sector of our economy is devoted to attacking people for falling short of the mark. And here is a high-end retailer promoting kitty porn in an ad on Instagram and nobody notices. There's no boycott, there's no front page New York Times editorial against it. And of course, Instagram let the advertisement run endorsing kitty porn. And by the way, if you have an alternate explanation for what this was, let us know. A child with a teddy bear in a bondage outfit and a Supreme Court decision striking down a kitty porn law Displayed on the table? What is that? Are we jumping to conclusions? Don't think so. It is what it appears to be. It's right in your face and no one's saying anything. Again, Instagram had no problem with this. Until Elon Musk took over Twitter, Twitter allowed hashtags that explicitly linked to child pornography. Nobody said anything because crimes against children are no big deal. It's thought crimes that are the real crimes so if you said something about it, if you were libs of TikTok and said, wait a second, this seems to be abetting child molestation, which of course, that's what it's doing. You were instantly booted off Twitter. But the links to kitty porn, they're still there. Well, now they've been deleted. Thank God. That's one improvement. So all of this has been happening out in the open, but NBC News hasn't bothered to report on any of it. Where's the report tonight of Balenciaga pushing kitty porn in an Instagram ad? No. They're reserving all their energy to attack you for noticing. You're a stochastic terrorist, if you point it out.
0: All right. So you guys just heard the clip of Tucker Carlson and what he had to say. Now, what's very interesting is that if you go onto the Balenciaga page, not only do they delete their Twitter for now, um, they've also deleted every single post on Balenciaga because people started going through their page and they were seeing that basically there was so much just disgusting pictures of children and things that were really disturbing. So it caused so much outrage. Balenciaga did come out with an apology today. So I'm going to go ahead and read to you guys the apology here. So, Balenciaga took to Instagram and they said this, We apologize for displaying unsettling documents in our campaign. We take this matter seriously and we are taking legal action against the parties responsible for creating the set, including the unapproved items, for our Spring 23 campaign photo shoot. We strongly condemn the abuse of children in any form. We stand for Children's Safety and Well-Being. Then they go on to say, we sincerely apologize for any offense our holiday campaign may have caused. Our plush bear bags should not have been featured with children in this campaign. We have immediately removed the campaign from all platforms. So that is what Balenciaga had to say. What do you think about that?
3: I think Balenciaga is full of shit. I don't know what they're talking about this unapproved ad, but I highly doubt that that was not approved to put out. Um, I, I think they're trash from the jump even back when they were doing like the weird creepy runway you know things that was you know kind of trending or whatever um I thought that was strange but this is very very detailed uh I don't believe that there's one thing on that set that wasn't put there for a specific reason all of that was thought out it was all calculated it was very detailed I don't know what their reasoning for that is, but it. and I don't typically agree with Tucker Carlson, but I think he, in this instance that he, he kind of spoke very well on the situation, you know, them not releasing a statement until now after receiving all this backlash, it, it, it really shows where they were going with that. And I like how a lot of the mainstream media is trying to um, turn it at the moment. You know, I Googled it. Cause I was trying to get a little bit more information Uh, about the artist and all that that was brought up and um, you know the paintings and stuff and that weirdo and uh, anyways the the first thing you see is you know um, one Balenciaga ad sparks conspiracy theories and I don't see how this could be a conspiracy theory it's very black and white it's very plain you have young children with bears that are in bondage. That's fucking weird. I don't think that that's a a conspiracy theorist has to sit there and dissect it apart to be like, hmm, I think there's a message. It's very bold and in your face.
0: Exactly, and the thing that doesn't make sense with me that I've never understood. (coughs) Oh my gosh, excuse me. So the thing for me that I've never understood with a lot of these fashion houses is why are they using children? right i never understand using children in marketing campaigns these kids have no money let's start there Mm -hmm. it's not like any of these kids can go out and go buy a four thousand dollar balenciaga outfit some two thousand dollar shoes you know a three thousand dollar handbag they're not the people who are purchasing these items so what are these children being used for and let's also not forget balenciaga is a high-end fashion house So this is not even like something you can just go to your local Target to go pick up. So they're not even really aiming at our children per se, because the average person can't really just go out and go afford to go spend two, three thousand dollars on Balenciaga. Right. To me, when I look at that ad, that is a dog whistle for the elites. Yeah. Yeah. That is a dog whistle for people who do have money, for people who move in certain circles to let them know how they get down. I have worked on set for years when I lived in L.A. And one of the things I learned when working on set, there's somebody on set who's called a continuity expert, meaning that when you're shooting a scene, um, everything that is placed in the view of the camera that's meant to be in that scene, it is purposely there. There are no accidents because they have continuity experts who literally triple check everything in the scene. So let's say somebody walks by by something and a paper accidentally shifts to the left. Or let's say somebody grabs a mug and it's turned the wrong way. It is their job to write down everything on that set, how it's facing, what it's looking like when they shoot the initial scene. So let's say everybody goes and they break for lunch before they can start shooting, the continuity expert walks around to make sure everything is in its place. The mug handle is facing the right way, the paper is facing the right way, the stapler's in the right spot. So that is their job to make sure that everything needs to be there. So for Balenciaga to try and shift the blame and say, oh, well, we didn't know, um, we didn't realize it was there is BS. I don't care if it's a photo shoot, if it's a video shoot, if it's a movie, television, everything that you that you will ever see in a frame for anything that's going out for an ad, a movie, a television show, it was purposely placed there. And they check it over and over and over again to make sure that everything that's in that scene is supposed to be in that scene. So right now, what Balenciaga is trying to do is pass the buck and blame, you know, the low level. People on set who designed the set. It's their fault. Well, no matter what they designed, it still had to go to Balenciaga
3: and the heads of Balenciaga to approve. Yeah, it was on their Instagram. Yeah. And there's multiple things too. I mean, even the one thing, okay, say it was just a bear, that's still totally inappropriate. And this is, these are very, and even if it was teenagers, it would be equally as disturbing. But these are very, very young kids. Like these are, you know, I I couldn't, I'm horrible at guessing kids, kids age, but she looked to be maybe between the age of four and six. Mm -hmm. So just like you said, I I don't know anybody, you know, but I'm just a regular person that's planning on dressing their kids in Balenciaga that would want to get that teddy bear for their kid. Why they have bondage teddy bears to begin with, I don't know, but this is the same, um, you know, fashion house that sells trash bags and shit like that so maybe I I I hate when they try to you know use art or high fashion or things like that and throw all this weird shit in it and you know it's under the guise of art or high fashion I, I think sometimes you can still call it for what it is it's creepy it's weird these fashion houses have been doing this for a very long time they always have like these occult like shows all this symbolism it I know it's, you know, supposed to be very exclusive and look elite and whatever, but they've been doing weird shit for years. Every time I see an ad, not even just Balenciaga, it could be Gucci, whatever. It's always creepy. I don't Mm. understand why all these fashion companies that are, you know, high end have to have such disturbing, creepy advertisements.
0: Yeah. And the sad part is a lot of those creepy advertisements now are coming to regular household brands. Remember a few months ago, Rick Owens had the whole um, satanic Converse shoes. And they did oh, that yeah. whole ad when they had people posing like pentagrams. And, you know, it's just like that's insane. And that's Converse. You know, Converse shoes are supposed to be affordable for the regular man. Right. And they are making a Satan version of Converse shoes. Everything is so dark and it's really sad. And the fact that the mainstream media is even trying to spin this as if, you know, it's a conspiracy theory and, you know, TikTokers are crazy, it's insane because like you said, you don't have to look that deep. You don't even have to be woke to look at that and see that there's something not right with this ad. You know, even all the things that's placed on the floor, those are not even items that kids should be playing with. Right. Right. You have ski masks and handcuffs and it's like, well, what are these kids planning on doing? Kidnapping other kids off the playground and throwing them in the trunk
3: of their power wheel?
0: Like, like I don't understand yeah. like, what is the point of all this stuff.
3: Yeah, it's um, <clears throat> excuse me. It, it's just it's just disgusting. I don't think there's any other way to word it. It's really disgusting. It's weird. Like you said, you don't have to even be like woke or whatever I'm using my air quotes or whatever to look at it and be like oh that's gross that's weird that makes me feel uncomfortable and the artist you know that they were featuring in there is a a fucking weirdo once again someone going under the guise of art and creativity and all this stuff to just do weird disturbing shit you know coach and I know coach is kind of like a a mid-grade you know mid-level uh, bag or whatever but it's still a fashion house and they had recently come out with uh, bags not too long ago I cannot remember the name of the artist and so when I saw the bag I was like oh okay that's kind of cute let me look into this artist and um, it was literally just paintings of titties and dicks and I'm like how is this art like what am I missing and I know art is subjective but it was just watercolor dicks and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so this is this is the collaboration. This is why y'all want $900 for a bag, which is kind of high for Coach. Um, so yeah, I I just think a lot of these fashion houses are weird. Um, and like you said, a lot of the mainstream, uh, or not mainstream, more of like I guess your original or regular people stuff that most people can kind of afford is getting a little ridiculous too.
0: Yeah, and I what I find also interesting is that you know when Kanye went on his rant. Um, you know, you had this, the whole, well, not the whole Jewish community, but you had like the main heads of the Jewish community call mm-hmm. out Balenciaga and Adidas and say that you guys must stick with us and, and you know, cancel Kanye West. He needs to be punished. And they all oblige. They drop Kanye like a hot potato. So I'm waiting to see if this man, Ari Emanuel, that's his name, if he's going to come out and denounce Balenciaga and, you know, tell everybody else that they need to stop wearing Balenciaga. Because it's very interesting that they have all this smoke to cancel Kanye and, you know, put all this pressure on Kyrie Irving but I'm waiting for these same people who are always offended in their feelings to be offended about you know, the sexualization of these children in these ads. These ads are disturbing. There's nothing high fashion about these ads. They're not funny. I don't even understand for the life of me why children, um, this whole trend, even like I see on Instagram of kids wearing high-end clothes. Kids who are four and five running around in $1,000 Balenciaga sneakers, you know, uh, $1,000 Fendi pants. Unless you're the child of a celebrity, why are we putting clothes that are not going to fit your child in a year in high-end stuff? It just doesn't make any sense. Buy your child a pair of Nikes and go sit the hell down, you know? Like, why does your child have to be dripped in Balenciaga from head to toe? And so I believe that they're... Using these kids to send a message. And it's a very disturbing message that they're sending. And it's very funny how I know Kanye West has to be somewhere laughing right now.
3: Yeah, because I I definitely agree with you on that. And I'm by any means, do I like, I don't agree with Kanye. And we know we had had this conversation last time, but it just goes to show that, you know, there's certain people that outrage is acceptable for and you know okay you should protect certain communities and things like that but it's not given the same energy when it comes to other people and this is a perfect example of that because I honestly do not believe that anybody is going to come out and you know denounce Balenciaga I don't think that they're going to be canceled they might deal with a little bit of backlash but they'll come out with something else and another celebrity will post you know picture in it and it'll just be back to normal i think gucci wasn't it gucci dealt with a little bit of backlash not too long ago they're doing just fine now Mm -hmm. um so yeah i unfortunately i don't think that anything's going to come of this although i find this to be just as disgusting if not more because these are kids but it seems like they don't have the same smoke for that and also yeah no i I have never once and maybe I just don't have the eye for it, but I've never been like at Walmart or Kroger or anything like that grocery shopping and seen a kid walk by like drip down in Balenciaga or Fendi or Gucci or anything like that. That doesn't seem to be like what your everyday kid wears.
0: No, that's just for social media. And that's the bad part, because, again, people only show you this highlight reel. So it's it's for people to, you know, put their kids in these high-end outfits, and do these photo shoots. But yeah, the average kid on the playground is running around in a pair of Adidas, maybe some Jordans, you know, a T-shirt and some jeans. Their outfit probably costs a total of maybe 70 bucks.
3: Yeah, they grow out of that. My son is six, and the stuff that he was able to fit in in the spring, he cannot fit in now. Like, they grow so fast. It just doesn't seem, like, economically smart to do that. But I mean, I get people have money, To spend or whatever. But like I said, I think the average person most definitely is not looking at this Balenciaga ad and be like, oh, I got to get that for, you know, Tina Jr. or whatever. I got to get him that teddy bear.
0: Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, like I said, it's going to be interesting to see if the mainstream media has the same smoke for them like they did for Kanye and Kyrie, which I doubt that they will. But it just shows the hypocrisy of everything. So now, speaking of Kanye West, let's go ahead and segue. Um, I'm convinced that Julia Fox is, is like the, the, the ghost of pussy Pass that just won't die. Okay, she just won't go away.
3: <laughs> Not that goes to pussy passed. <laughs> I'm like,
0: why is she still here? Why is she still talking? Like, I'm over this woman. So yeah. now she decided, you know, nobody asked for this. Nobody, you know, I don't, I don't know why she keeps divulging information. But recently she took to her Instagram to let everybody know that she was basically, she dated Kanye to, you know, save Kim. So that sure way Kim she did. Yeah, so that way Kim could get a clean break and she's trying to distract Kanye from Kim. Julia Fox is a weirdo. I'm gonna go ahead and play this video really quick. Let me pull it up. Patron saint Julia Fox.
3: <laughs> a hustler with a heart of gold. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let me go ahead and show you this. Um,
2: but I remember just being like i don't he was texting me i like wasn't really answering i was like i don't really want to like talk up with the celebrity again like if nothing you know what i mean nothing ever comes of it it's like they're kind of boring like they're not what you think they're gonna be like but he kept going and going and he was like you have bad text etiquette and then i was like oh my god Kanye's yelling at me like what do i do but then i had this thought and i was like oh my god maybe i can get him off of kim's off Kim's case like maybe I can distract him like just get him to like me and I knew I was like anyone can do it it's me because when I set my mind to something I do it and I will say that that month that we spent together he wasn't he wasn't on Twitter first of all he wasn't on any forms of social media um he didn't even talk about his relationship we only really talked about clothes and like weird ideas and plans for the future and our hopes and dreams for childhood and education and- all right
3: so, just her, her.
0: what julia fox had to say
3: she's an idiot I just don't understand
0: why she constantly keeps their name in her mouth. Like, move on. Like, if you're broken up with him, move on. He's moved on. Kim has moved on. But somehow she's stuck in the past. Now, what I find so funny about this is she's out here proclaiming that, you know, she went to distract Kanye from, you know, Kim Kardashian, who's a grown woman. Mm -hmm. But what's very interesting is at the time, she had like a, a, a little son. A lot of people don't realize she was a mother. Her son at the time was about... 10 months old. So you're busy running around, running behind, you know, undivorced peen. You're running behind Kanye and you're, you're worried about Kim Kardashian, but you're not worried about spending time and bonding with your 10 month old child
3: that you left at home. I didn't know he was that young. I. Yes. Wow. Wow. Well, like she said, if anyone can do it, it could be me. Um, I thought at first, you know, when she came on the scene um, that she I thought she was an actress. And so I was like, okay, you know, she's probably just not I I don't really watch a lot of TV, but um I I don't I, I know she struggled with addiction and she's brought that up. Uh but the way that she's talking is a little disturbing. I don't know i'm not trying to put out yeah, that she she's, not a drug. she's high. i think she's high yeah i'll just go ahead and say it i think she's high because who would say that like oh i th- i divulged this whole plan or i'm you know divulging all this information i came up with this whole plan to save kim kardashian from kanye what like shut up what is wrong with you <laughs> and not to mention okay she's an actress what so you're not worried about your extremely young child um, you weren't worried about Kanye It was all to save Kim Kardashian Who seems to be doing just fine She's a very powerful woman I believe she's a billionaire I don't think she needs any help from you with anything But what about your acting career? You know, like Do you not have a, a movie or a show Or anything like that That you want to promote or advertise? You just want to sit there looking crazy Talking about how you were trying to save Kim Kardashian From the big, mean, scary Kanye West Get the fuck out of here
0: yeah, she needs to have several seeds. It's okay. like every time like her name is just not in the limelight and people forget about her, she does something and of course it's tied to Kanye or Kim to try and get her name back trending. So yeah, people were dragging her yesterday, like Julia Fox, just go back into whatever foxhole you came from, ma'am.
3: I I what? did completely forget about her though, I will say, until <laughs> until this uh, you know, went viral. I I forgot all about her. That's what I said. I thought she was an actress, but I, I guess I guess not.
0: Yeah, I don't think at this point she has anything else going on. I know she she does podcasting. That's the only thing I really know is that she does do some podcasting. But other than that, it's just, it's like, it's too much now. It's like, ma'am, just just go, go bond with your son. Move on. You got a little bit of, you know, high-end fame. And I think that she's desperate for that again. But Kanye's not trying to fool with her. Kanye has moved on.
3: Understandably. I I don't know why she would, that has not made her look better. It made her look crazy.
0: It really did. So now, last but not least, on the agenda, we got to talk about this whole August Alsina situation. Mm -hmm. So if you guys have not heard, August Alsina has been on VH1's The Surreal Life. And basically, at the end of the show, he decides to come out and show the world his alleged boyfriend and so this story went viral all over social media. I'm going to go ahead and play the clip right now.
4: Let me And then, what do you know? Love showed up. But in a new
1: way, I want to share that. and really honor the person that I love
3: and that loved me back and teaching me so much about love and healing. I want to do that in front of uh, the world because it defies all the constructs that, um,
1: one would say, love is supposed to be or love
3: should look like. Sure. <laughs> First of all, they're both fine. I was Let's about to you. say the same thing. Like, they are a very handsome couple. August Alcina is so fine to me, but they are they are very good looking. So, shout out to them. Well, I just find this whole
0: situation funny because August Alsina single handedly with the help of Miss Jada Pinkett Smith basically helped to just ruin the Smith Smith legacy. Okay, Mm -hmm. you know, August was the one throwing shots, putting, you know, little Easter eggs and songs. He basically helped to destroy this whole facade that a lot of people had of the Smiths. And so for him to go from being the person who helped to destroy the whole Smith, you know, facade and marriage and all that stuff, to now, oh, I got a boyfriend, moving on.
3: It's like you can't write this storyline. You can't write it. I didn't see that coming, but at all, (laughs) I didn't see that one coming. But, you know, it makes me wonder, like, was they all messing around together? Was like Jada and Will and August, you know, was they all like in a entanglement together or was it just him and Jada? I
0: honestly, at this point, I had been hearing rumors. I had initially heard that August was messing with the young with the with the son.
3: Okay. Yeah, there were already
0: rumors about them because you know Jaden is by or whatever. But um, damn, that's crazy. And they said that's come, why Jaden, right? And they said that's why Jaden never clapped at August because remember Jaden was popping off at Chris Rock and had so much to say about everything oh, yeah. else. This how we do quiet about his so called friend basically smashing his mother and you know just basically destroying that marriage. He just made that marriage look crazy. So people were saying even back then that him and Jaden were messing around. At this point, as weird as Hollywood is, I wouldn't be surprised if he was messing with the whole family child. You might as well throw Willow in there, even though she's a lesbian. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it's just a, it's a whole mess, you know. But I just thought that was just so funny that after all this drama with this whole entanglement and, you know, Jaden messing with this little young man, now he's just like, well. I got
3: a boyfriend. Love is love. Yeah. (laughs) You know, that does make sense because someone's going that hard at my mama. I think I would have had to say something. But Jaden and correct me if I'm wrong, we'll both were very quiet. They didn't really have a lot to say. They did the red table talk and that was it. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, shout out to August for living in his truth. But uh, I, I didn't see it coming. But like you said, you can't make this shit up.
0: Yeah, I don't think, I mean, that post that we post on Instagram has like 10,000 likes and over 2,000 comments, even like Hurricane Chris and a bunch of people (laughs) coming on there commenting, because I don't think nobody expected this at all.
3: Last time I heard anything about August was when him and Tory Lanez got into it. So, um, you know, his name's been out there a lot, but I always thought, August, he seems so sweet and you know, just chill or whatever. And then it seems like he's got all this drama around him. So maybe now, you know, maybe people will step back, not, you know, come at him so hard, but uh, yeah, I didn't see that one coming. I kind of feel like I'm at a loss for words.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> interesting if He ends up talking about this. Now, some people are saying that they think that that guy is August's family member or cousin, but my thing is, if that's oh. like a cousin or brother Why would he need to introduce the world? Like, why would he need to introduce him like that to the world?
3: Yeah, that would be very misleading. Mm -hmm. Because that's not what I got from it at all. Yeah. That seemed like he was introducing someone that, you know, he was in love with.
0: That's the vibe I got, too. I don't I didn't get the vibe like, oh, this is my brother. Because he would have just said that 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 was his brother's cousin
3: go ahead and shut it down before it even gets started because you know Mm -hmm. know how the internet is. But that's some tea. That's some tea, honey.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that one plays out. So on that note, you guys, thank you guys so much for tuning in to Tea Time Unfiltered. It's a lot of stuff going on out here. We're definitely keeping up with everything. So we'll be back again next week. We will talk to you guys later. Thank y'all for tuning in. Any last words, Emily? No, I think, like I said, I think
3: I'm at a loss for words. It's been a crazy week. (laughs) (laughs) It really has
0: been. So with that being said, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you join us again soon. For all the latest tea, make sure you follow me on my social media pages. Just put in L-O-V-E-L-Y-T-I on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.